This is a Career Channel program from UC San Diego Extension. Visit us at uctv.tv slash careers for videos, employment news, and trend articles to help recent college graduates and those in career transition bridge to better employment. Welcome. My name is Jennifer Davies, and I'm the Assistant Dean of External Affairs at UC San Diego Extension, and we're here for another edition of Career Talk, where we explore all sorts of careers and the ins and outs of them. Today, I'm lucky to have with me um, Alan Bush, who's the Director of Strategy for Ignite Visibility, which is at a digital marketing firm here in San Diego. Welcome, Alan. Thanks for being here. <laughs> Thanks for coming. Um, so let's just start out real simple. Tell me a little bit about um, what Ignite Visibility is and what you do for them. Yeah, uh, Ignite Visibility is an internet marketing firm that um, handles clients usually from the um, mid to enterprise level range and all their digital marketing efforts, SEO, PPC, Social media. Okay, hold up. You're, I was going to say using some acronyms, acronyms there, buddy. So keep going, and then, we'll, and then we'll we'll dive in. <laughs> <laughs> CRO. There's another one. Uh, email marketing, etc. Um, basically, helping people kind of get more into uh, their presence online, so people will make money. You know, for their brick and mortars, they just want to have their on their website. Um, I am the director of the SEO portion of it, mm-hmm. and SEO stands for Search Engine Optimization. Okay. <laughs> so, uh, meaning that we will optimize websites to show up higher in Google when you type in certain keywords. Mm-hmm. All right, so let's talk about that. So that's a big thing, right? You yeah. know, you know, we've we have been in a print based world, and obviously we've moved to digital. And I think for a lot of people that are older, um, you hear digital marketing. <laughs> that's shut, included. <laughs> <laughs> guilty. Um, and you shut down. You hear digital marketing, and you're like, well, what is that? Can you yeah. kind of like break it down? I mean, we like like I said, we can go through the acronyms, but kind of give an overall view of what how digital marketing differs from traditional marketing. I mean, not just in the tools, but sort of in the approach. Yeah, um, with digital marketing, you have the ability to reach millions versus like sometimes the traditional marketing, you'd have to spend a lot more money to reach millions. Basically, um, if you wanted to get an ad on the Super Bowl, mm-hmm. uh, you'd have to spend a lot more money than you'd have to spend for, to get somebody to help you with SEO. Um, depending on your motives and what you need, the approach will be different. Uh, some people will be better posting ads online. That's where mm-hmm. uh, pay-per-click or PPC mm-hmm. would come in. Uh, with SEO, it's more of a long-term strategy, meaning that you would go – all right, you know, you could take six months to get to where you need to be. Um, organic presence takes a little bit longer because Google has to, Google and other search engines have to kind of assess your website, make sure you're writing the right content, including the right keywords, that you're not spamming, and then um, basically the approach can be different depending on your what level of marketing you want. So when a client comes into you and they say, "Listen, I just need to grow my business." How do you respond to them? Like you're like, okay, some more information, <laughs> yeah. right? Yeah, and that's that's one of the things I always tell people. It's like you got to get more elaborate than that. Mm-hmm. It's like I can help you grow your business, but how fast do you want to grow? What's your budget? Um, what types of things you're looking to grow into? And um, what I've seen with um, SEO is that it takes a while to get it going, but once it goes, it lasts a really long time. Mm-hmm. And there's huge benefits um, in terms of with SEO. Um, search engine optimization generally you can not only reach people by targeting a word like water bottle, for example. Um, you can also reach them by addressing pain points. So you can kind of answer people's questions. And when people type questions online, which is becoming more prevalent, um, if you're the source, if you're the thought leader, quote unquote, that people will go to, then essentially that you, you become the source for a lot more people than you could reach on traditional marketing. Okay. So give me a, a specific example. So like, what would be your pain point? Like, you know, how do I find a job in SEO? Or <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess so. If, if you were to, you were trying to do, maybe you had a recruiting agency or something, and you said, you know, uh, what are the best digital marketing jobs in San Diego? 
you know, then you can answer that question. And people will, might type that in, and right, you'd rank for that. So essentially, um, you'd be addressing a pain point, and you become the source that people would come to. Okay, so how did you get into SEO? Uh, this is a weird story. Okay, I'm 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 down. Oh, yeah, if you're I'm prepared here. for it. Yeah, I. <laughs> So I had done a lot of jobs prior to coming to the SEO world, and um, I will name a couple of them, but I was a bartender uh, shortly, and then I was an executive assistant. I was a uh, administrative assistant and for a low-income housing tax credit syndication firm. Which so you're a renaissance man. <laughs> I guess, yeah. I was a financial analyst, and I was a loan officer, uh, and then I came to San Diego as a loan officer, and I just decided I didn't want to do sales, and I had just applied for a job on Craigslist that said project manager for SEO. Now, Honestly, I didn't know what SEO was. And so I got the call back the next day and I'm like, oh, okay, yeah, sure. And I'm like looking online as he's talking to me on the phone. So then I was <laughs> going to the interview, not knowing what all that stuff was, but the Renaissance man in me, uh, the guy who hired me basically said, well, you know what? You have a lot of great assets. You've worked with people. You've worked with numbers. You've been an analyst. Um, we just, we can train you on the rest. And so that became, okay, thank you. And it just really required, or um, it was great to have someone give you an opportunity to just explore that territory. So, so that's interesting. Okay, so, so it sounds like you can, if you are someone with a lot of different skills, you can move into SEO. Yes. What are the, what are the characteristics or traits or sort of um, strengths that you think someone who would be really good at SEO needs to have? Yeah, I, I think with SEO, it's, you have to think of it as, as marketing. So sometimes... People kind of separate the digital from the traditional marketing, but I really think it it helps to understand traditional marketing as well as digital. Now, with digital, and I guess this is where I came in, is that I had some experience with some technology aspects of it. I had experience with dealing with people, so I deal with a lot of clients, um, both good and bad. And then um, also being Customers able to, always right. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> for sure. And it's also good to have be able to transition, um, talk that tech speak, and translate it into something that people can be more palatable who people don't quite understand it. No, I mean, I think that's it's interesting because, you know, I work, um, I oversee the marketing department at, at UC San Diego Extension, yeah. and my background is communications. And, um, you know, I was a reporter for a long time, and it's much more communications and policy. And so I'm having these people talk to me about digital marketing. I'm like, okay, what, is, what does that mean? <laughs> right. Put it into a strategy for me. And so I, I think that's hard. So, I mean, yeah. w- when you're dealing with someone like me, how do you say, you know, I, you understand the long view of SEO, but how do you put it into like, okay, this is your marketing strategy and this is why digital and these different kind of tools are so important. You know, how do you frame that as a story for the client to, yeah. to understand what you're going to be doing for them? No, that's an interesting question. And a lot of times I get asked that in some level um, by most of the clients. And what I have to extrapolate is like, well, you have to understand why you're doing what you're doing first. And then if I can get the why out of you, then I can tell you how and what you're going to be doing later. Mm-hmm. Essentially, it's kind of a, an old Simon, well, not old, but a Simon Sinek uh, viewpoint of mm-hmm. what kind of changed my perspective on what marketing was. And um, really, I just kind of have to understand what you're doing, what your what you're tr- goals you're trying to accomplish. And um, I will give you a strategy that bases like, look, I'll take care of all the techie stuff, um, but I'll let you know and be very transparent about what I'm doing and why I'm doing it. Mm-hmm. Um, it because in an, there's four silos to SEO and there's, the architecture of your website, there's your con- uh, code, which is kind of like where you put your keywords, essentially. And then you have your content and your backlinks. And if I can break it down on those levels, and I think people have a better time understanding why I'm trying to do what I'm doing. So I, I think one of the biggest misconceptions with SEO or search engine optimization is it's just like, 
You put some keywords in, you're good to go, right? Right, right, right. Exactly. So, so talk a little bit about that misconception and other misconceptions that people have about like, well, how hard can SEO? Be? I'll just repeat, you know, butter five times for my butter website. <laughs> right. Um, with it's interesting because I start with the site architecture because I've one time I had a client that um, you know wanted me to evaluate the website, everything was fine, and we're looking at the keywords, but I noticed that they had a subdomain. On their website, and a subdomain is basically like another aspect of their domain, but it's sitting on a different area, so to speak. Mm-hmm. Um, and what I realized when I did my kind of audit of the website is that their entire website was duplicated across; uh, it was being indexed by Google the same way. So that's bad, and that's bad. <laughs> and Google will see it and just split your authority. So it's like it's th- those little things sometimes that kind of come up, and I'm like, you need to clean clean your engine of your car first before you put the premium gas in it, right? Uh-huh. And then we'll figure out, okay, where, what kind of uh, words do we want to go after and then where to put those words and how to put those words in your website, then figure out who can we reach out to to come, you know, we, we can do this all to the you know, blue in the face. We, if no one knows we are there, we got to talk to the people about that. So now who do we reach out to and what personas are we targeting? So again, those, those four pillars is kind of how I break it all down. But each one of those pillars has something unique about it and multiple layers within them. And uh, when I actually teach the class here at UCSD and, um, you know, the, the people always get surprised. A lot of people just want the quick answer. And I'm like, there is no quick answer. I'm going to give you all the tools you need. And then you have to assess which one's going to be best for your situation. You can't, there's no, if there was just a one shot all that worked. I wouldn't have a job. Yeah, or you wouldn't be paid very much for it, right? <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> like, Anyone can do it. Like, exactly. Here's butter. Um, so you were talking about how do you go out and get those customers? Like you get you get your website or your house in order. Right. Um, is, is are those the, is that the PPC? Is that the pay per click? Or is it? Are Could there be. other? What are the other um, tactics and strategies to use? Yeah, in the SEO world, um, well, PPC is a great way to do it because PPC is basically an ad. And PPC is pay per click. Pay per click. Right? Yeah. And so, what do those look like? Just for people that are trying to conceptualize. Type in usually type type in T-shirts for example uh-huh. in Google, and then you'll see some ads at the top and possibly on the side. Um, that's PPC. Okay. The stuff beneath that is called organic. The organic. Yeah, the SEO. That's the stuff that actually. You've, t- you've done your website perfect, and so that's where – and you want to be up at the top, right? Correct, yeah. We're, we're talking for the <laughs> – Yeah, no, I <laughs> totally understand. That. Yeah, the people. <laughs> and um, when it comes to getting customers on the SEO side of it, they, they are natural. They're the ones who are looking for what you're looking for. So they're typing in words, and they're finding you. Essentially, um, what, it, what I mean by reaching out to the uh, potential people that will help influence you are uh, trying to obtain backlinks or social media following. So social media does play a big play, uh, play in – um, SEO because it does help you kind of perpetuate your brand and get your brand awareness on these different platforms like Facebook and Twitter. But the SEO portion of it is so all encompassing that it's really hard to kind of narrow down exactly what you do, but reach out to people that potentially could um, either give you a link back to your website, kind of like a vote mm-hmm. or will actually endorse your product. Okay. That makes sense. So what other, um, so what other things you teach in your in your uh, class here at UC San Diego Extension, um, <laughs> what, what's the class name? Is it is it the SEO C- and marketing? Okay, SEO yeah. and marketing. I also teach the web analytics class. Okay, yeah. So, so what are what are some of the other lessons or the things that you are the skills that people need now if they're going to be you know working in the marketing world? Yeah, the, I, I do break it down in that those four pillars, but I do go into more advanced features like local and international optimization. So there's some differences between. You know, it's interesting. I have to kind of teach people how to code. Because I want them to understand what they're looking at behind the scenes. And a lot of people don't want to learn that. They just want to know, how do I get rankings? I'm like, well, if you understand what you're doing, then you'll understand that if someone's ripping you off or you don't know what's happening behind the scenes. Um, so I go into the code aspect of it, the architecture of your website, the content, and the backlinks. 
as kind of like breaking those pillars down into into functional pieces. And I also teach people how to use certain tools that are free online. So there's a lot of stuff out there. I mean, technically SEO is free. Um, to do it right, you may need someone to help, like consult with. Obviously, we work for an agency. Um, some people don't have the bandwidth to take care of all the things that need to be done. But there's so many pieces that need to move simultaneously that that's what I'm trying to teach people. It's like, here's what you can do for yourself at home. Now, obviously, if you need more advanced help, you call me and I'll come and talk to you. But really, it's really kind of um, teaching them how to fish themselves. Well, it's an interesting time in marketing because if you think about it, a lot of people that got into marketing were, were sales or people that I'm a writer or I, I'm a communicator. Yeah. And now it's a numbers-based business, right? I mean, you can't really be in marketing unless you have sort of these capabilities where you are doing the web, where you're crunching the numbers, mm-hmm. where you're putting together a digital package, and that digital package is about algorithm and analytics. Talk a little right. bit about, I mean, do you see that tension in the students that you have in your class, and do you see sort of the tension in the larger marketing world in terms of that? Yeah, one of the great things about the class is that um, I get a combination of students, but also business owners and marketers. I've had people from Sony sit in on the class, which is kind of amazing to me. So, like, the, And I picked apart their website in front of them. <laughs> so Fun. <laughs> yeah, so it was, it was kind of cool. It's like, you know, they're looking to, for expertise, and maybe they're not doing things right. And uh, I think, yeah, as a marketer, you do have to understand that the digital is the wave of the future. So, I mean, it kind of sounds kind of cliched, but it's true. It's like you got to know what what you're doing online because the traditional methods of marketing don't necessarily work anymore. Um, They're transferred into digital methods. So I believe that people have to understand how their website operates, how people are interacting and digesting their website and also digesting content. So maybe they're not on your website yet, but you want to captivate their, their attention. So you develop let's say a graphic or a video to capture their attention on some other platform and then have them come to your website for eventually taking their services or buying product. Okay. It's, so it's interesting about that. You have a, a, a wide mix of, um, of students in your class. Yeah. I mean, do you, do you see people that are like, I'm a writer. How do I have to know all this? Like, <laughs> yeah. can't, can I outsource that to somebody? I mean, can you, or they can, yeah. <laughs> you? <laughs> to me, yeah, just come pay me. No, but it's, it is one of those things that, um, you know, you, it's good to know everything and mm-hmm. not necessarily have to do everything. I feel like, you know, the, most of the time, I've, if I had my choices, I would outsource a lot of the things that I actually am asking people to do. But the thing is, I want to know how to do it because, again, you don't want to get ripped off. You don't want to be taken advantage of. And you want to make sure that what they're doing is right. You know, a writer, for example, will come to my class and um, they may know how to write, but do they know how to optimize? Do they know to optimize their text? Uh, for the, the keywords that we're targeting. And then w- what types of topics should they be writing about that would captivate people's attention? You can write about it, but then the research might declare that you might reach someone else. I'll give you an example. Please. Um, the, uh, we have a, a current student, actually. He, has a, uh, he sells uh, leather wallets. And uh, he, he basically, his, the people who use this product are men, generally. Uh, men leather wallets. It's kind of rough and rugged. But we were talking about it, and I go, well, who, who purchases your products? And he said, well, interestingly, I get more women purchasing my products. They're buying stuff for their husband or whatever. I said, well, then you might have a better demographic of reaching out in certain areas where that is. Maybe Pinterest, for example, might be somewhere where you want to place content. So essentially, the people using his products and the people purchasing them aren't necessarily the same. So he may now use, uh, generate different types of content and different types of outreach methods to cater to the people that might be buying his products. Now, when you're talking about content, what are you talking? Is it just blogs? Is it just social media posts? Um, you know, because that's a very wide topic, and I think yeah. people get kind of bogged down. Like, what do you mean by content? Yeah, that's interesting too, because I, I, um, I do break that down. Because content, most people think of just copy. <laughs> copy is writing, 
and that's a good bulk of what you need to be doing is the copy. But content also means graphics or podcasts or video, um, you know, infographics, slideshows. There's a variety of different types of digital mediums. And again, what I like about this is that people have different methods of digesting information. Some people need it quick and easy. Some people need a long form. Some people like to read. Some people like to see. Some people like to hear. 20 minutes of podcast. Yeah. No, and that's, I love podcasting. I do them myself. And, and one of the benefits of podcasting is that you and I can reach somebody that's in their car. Mm-hmm. They don't even have to be in front of a computer. They can be on their way to work listening to how awesome this is. You know what I mean? So like, you can reach a, a great different type of audience if you have um, the audio methods as well. So here's the question. So if you are someone who's like, okay, I'm, I'm interested, I'm hooked, you know, what, is the, what are the job opportunities or how, how much in demand are SEO marketers? Yeah. And what would you uh, recommend or suggest for them if they're interested in getting into this field? I mean, other than taking a class at UC San <laughs> Yeah. Shameless plugs. Uh, yeah. no, um, we're joking. <laughs> there's other ways. There are other ways. Um, I do. It's really harder, a lot harder than when I was in the industry. Not that I would just given away jobs at the time, but this, uh, there was a lot easier uh, transition in. Um, now it's become more in demand and, and a lot of people are looking to do this. That's why there's classes available at this point. Um, what I would recommend is that, um, and I've, actually kind of handpick certain students that have been workers or people that I've met on the side that have kind of taken initiative. Um, a lot of times if you can volunteer, if you have the time to do some, um, you know, nonprofit work or something like that, working with other companies that would allow you to kind of have insights into what's going on. Um, there's plenty of resources on, online to learn, but really just digging in and doing it yourself. I mean, get a website um, and play around with it. You can get free websites on WordPress or something and, and uh, what I would recommend also is if you really want an in with an agency, um, I think agency is a great way to learn fast because they give so many different types of clients. So if you can get in and on an agency level, you may start as like a project coordinator or something that's not quite a, an SEO manager. But then generally speaking, if you show initiative and you show the, the willingness to learn, you'll be promoted fairly quickly because it's so in high demand. Okay. And do, and do you see there – so when you were in it and you could get in even though you had this sort of – varied background now there's a certain level of like it's not the wild wild west of like where where people that just have the right you know personality and makeup can get in you actually need to have some sort of level of competency at least at least some technological skills and and, and really kind of understanding how the the web works uh it would help to know what seo means before you go into there um and then a lot because there's so many resources online um you really can take initiative and learn as much as possible before taking a job, even if you didn't have the direct experience. Now, so with with an SEO strategist, is it all going to be at a at a at an agency, or are there positions within companies as well, or is it, or is it just if you're in a company, it's more like you know about SEO, but you're going to contract out. That's not going to be your whole thing. So. Yeah, this is not just agency level. You can do things in house. I know a lot of people that work for in house companies that just need an SEO. I mean, and usually with in house, you're doing a lot more than just the SEO portion mm-hmm. of it. So you may become the overall digital marketer. And a lot of times we'll have in-house people hire agencies because they need to kind of outsource certain things because they don't have the bandwidth. So, um, But there are plenty of opportunities, and if you're given them, I would recommend taking them as well. Okay, so we're going to wrap this up, but I want to ask, what's the, what's the most favorite thing about your job? Oh, wow, there's so many things. And I, I hate to sound cliched again, but um, I, I, I'm, I think on multiple levels, and so I have to basically – adjust my tactics to be uh, accommodating for multiple different types of people, multiple dis- types of disciplines and um, in different types of websites. So it really challenges me to kind of um, use my versatility to understand how people work, 
how technology advances. I have to be on top of all that. And then um, being able to kind of creatively form a strategy that allows to use my my brain and my creative thinking uh, simultaneously. Sounds overwhelming. <laughs> it, oh, it is. totally is. Are there ever days where you just feel overwhelmed? Oh, for sure. Oh. It's like, those are called weekdays. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Is there anything else you want to add before I, I let you go? No, no. This has been great. I really appreciate you having me here. And, and uh, of course, you need me back here. And if I'm, I'm really interested in all this podcast stuff. So... Yeah, if anytime you want me to come in here and, and even learn an intern, I'd be glad to do that. Okay, you're always welcome. I really appreciate <laughs> it. Thank you so much. Thank you very much. All right.